PI's Event Talks podcast, conversations about meetings and events with the people who create them. I'm Michael Pinchera, MPI's Managing Editor and host of Event Talks. Founded in 1972, MPI celebrated its 50th anniversary last year. Hopefully, you were able to join in on some of those celebrations and nostalgic glances back, whether for the blowout at the World Education Congress or through the content shared in the Meeting Professional magazine. While MPI was chartered in Illinois, there was a vibrant community of meeting and event professionals about a thousand miles away, out west in the Rockies. The next year, the association's very first local group, what would become the MPI Rocky Mountain Chapter, was established. Yes, the first chapter for what is now the world's largest meeting and event industry association wasn't based in Chicago, Las Vegas, or Orlando. It was in Colorado. That's all a roundabout way to say that the MPI Rocky Mountain Chapter is celebrating its 50th anniversary this year, this month to be precise. On this episode of Event Talks, we're joined by a trio of active MPI Rocky Mountain Chapter veterans to reflect on what it takes for professional organizations to thrive and share their vision of the needs for a successful professional association and a successful meeting and event industry down the long road of the next 50 years. We've won the Chapter of the Year Award. We've won Chapter of Excellence last year. We're always trying to show all the other chapters and associations that MPI Rocky Mountain does it the absolute best. Nikki Bibro is immediate past president of the MPI Rocky Mountain Chapter and CEO of Bibro Meetings and Events. Between our leadership and just our passion, we want to be the very forefront of the whole industry. I think back to to who some of the past presidents were early on, some of which I knew back in the day and, and very passionate people. I think that probably is what brought the chapter along during those early years when, you know, a chapter like this is going to be just starting out, struggling a little bit, looking for members, that kind of thing. Steve Kinsley has been a member of the MPI Rocky Mountain chapter for more than 25 years is a past president of the chapter and currently president of Kinsley Meetings. Their passion for this industry was palpable. I mean, you, you, they, were, they were in it to win it big time. And I look back to when I was president of the chapter, there was some great fortune bestowed upon the chapter, um, not because of my doing, but uh, uh, it was the middle of the economic downturn in 9 and 10. And the economy's in the tank and the chapter's slipping away a little bit and the budget's really tight. And all of a sudden we get a call from a bank. Um, are you guys the Rocky Mountain Association of MPI, or MAMPI is what we were called back then, as opposed to the Rocky Mountain chapter? Uh, yes, we are. Uh, well, this is Wells Fargo. And we have an account that hasn't been touched for about 10 years with $20,000 in it. And um, do you guys want that? We're like, uh, yeah, we do. And it just... It kept us going. And a past president from a, a 10 years before, uh, B.T. Carpenter, Barb Taylor Carpenter, had opened up this account. And for some reason, it had disappeared from the radar of the Rocky Mountain chapter. And all of a sudden, there it was. And it really sustained a chapter through a really difficult financial time. Um, and then membership started climbing again, as it does. 
Um, it climbed when, when WEC was in Denver a great deal because everybody wanted to be involved. It went to well over 400 back then. Then it declined again when the e economy turned down and then it started climbing back out again and then pandemic, you know, it goes in waves. But I think we're a very resilient chapter and, and uh, looking back at the people that were involved early on, that makes a lot of sense. It really does. I agree with Steve. Um, I think we are a chapter of survivors. Danny Findlay served as president of the MPI Rocky Mountain chapter during its 40th anniversary, a decade ago. He's been a member for nearly 20 years and is a sales specialist for Five Senses Hospitality Management. And I think that because of we had we've had really strong leaders and like, you know, I was on I was on the board when we found that then, you know, we found that money, that twenty thousand dollars. That was a huge thing for us. But I think we really had that those strong leaders who, you know, we got through, you know, 9-11 and we got through the economic downturn and we got through a pandemic. Um, I mean, the the association that I was involved with did not make it through the pandemic and they actually closed down the Denver chapter. So I think that's what is key is, is, is the leadership that kept going. We kept the members at number one. That's our number one thing is how, how, what are the members doing? How can we help the members? And I think that was a huge thing instead of saying, oh, we can't do this and, you know, throwing in the towel. It was no, we, somehow we got to make this work. And we did. And it was hard. Uh, but we survived, and I think we, we, we're survivors, and we got through, and that's how we made it through 50 years, because we've had the really great leadership. Danny, uh, you mentioned a few of the major challenges that meeting and event pros have had to navigate or even rebuild from over the chapter's history. Um, how, how about the pandemic years? How have those treated you and your relationship with the chapter and the association at large? It's been invaluable. I mean, that's the only thing that's kept me um in touch with most of the people um it's what's helped me to be where i am today and i did not work for about two and a half years i did contract work here and there but it was truly um mpi that helped me uh to stay connected to know what was going on and to um learn how to adjust and how to pivot i know we hate the word pivot but it it really helped me a lot through the, for the, the past uh two and a half three years um, I've always been on the planning side uh, for many, many, for all these years. And the pandemic uh, came along and said, nope, you're going to be doing something else with your career. And <laughs> I'd never done hotels and I had a difficult time finding a job. And a good friend of mine that I know for many years said, I'll hire you. Like, I know nothing about hotels. And she's like, well, you know how to speak, you know how to negotiate, you know how to build a relationship. Um, I can teach you the rest. So I've been doing it for uh, just over a year now. And um, I'm learning a lot, so I, I I'm thrilled to have a job and to still be in this industry. Because at one point I thought, I don't know if I can still be here, but here I am. And you know, and you guys helping me with my membership—that was huge. I mean, there'd been no way I could still be a member if I did not have that help. So I, I I'm very grateful and appreciate it. And I don't take it for granted. That's wonderful to hear. What about you, Steve or Nikki? I was very fortunate. I was employed full time during the pandemic, um, but I got to do a lot with the chapter because I was coming up through president elect at that time and really got to see how it impacted all of our members. 
And for me, one of the coolest things was we, of course, took a drop in our membership during that time. But seeing everyone come back and come together and be a resource for each other and help people, whether it's paying for their membership or just taking them out to eat or getting them a job, anything in between. I thought that was really cool. And I saw the hospitality community in Colorado come together in an unbelievable way. Yeah, I, I, I would uh, agree a great deal with that, Nikki and Danny, that uh, I think the Rocky Mountain chapter has a fervor about it that that um, we all care for each other a great deal. And we have since I've been a member and even before. And, you know, I go back with some of the past presidents and members that are, are no longer with us and and their passion for this part of the world and, and this chapter is has been invaluable through the years. There's a great sense of uh, what I call the Western spirit here, and it's where you take care of each other and, and uh, you don't put up with anything you don't need to put up with and, and you just keep pushing forward. And, and I think the chapter embodies that. Now, that comment about, you know, feeling as though you're survivors, I, I think that's probably fairly widespread, not not even just in the meeting and event industry, but I think within the last couple of years, people who have remained employed, housed out of the hospital, I, I think uh, they may be slowly forgetting that now. But yeah, there's there's a great feeling of, I think we made through made it through that. And wow. And we only made it through it because of everybody else who was helping us, especially in, in the events world. And we are seeing it pick up significantly now. So it's uh, maybe a bit too early to say we made it, but I think we made it. Yeah. I agree with that. But I think also, I think we're forgetting the lessons that we learned. And I hope that we don't forget those lessons because, you know, it, it's going to happen. We're going to be wonderful, wonderful, but something's going to happen down the road. That we're going to go through this again and so i'd hope that we learned and taken from what uh we went through and really apply that to how we can move forward in a positive way has there been a a defining moment if you will in your involvement with mpi or the chapter specifically like a time when you realized you'd found a professional home it's a great question you know, when I joined, my wife was already a member. My wife, Allison, is actually a past board member of the, of the IBOG, past president of the chapter. She was vice chair of the foundation. Um, so it's kind of always been in our DNA. And when I went to work with her um, 24 years ago, I had, I had only recently joined the chapter. And, and I think when Allison became president of the chapter, we kind of knew that, that this was our home. But just... Uh, we've always kind of been involved. It's just kind of always been part of our being here at Kinsley meetings. And, and Nikki knows we used to work together that, that it's always kind of been our sense, if you will, of home. What about you, Nikki, a defining moment when you realized, ah, this is a place to be. Uh, kind of like Steve touched on, he used to be my boss and he and Allison voluntold me to be part of MPI. And it was the best thing that ever happened to me. I'm very, very grateful that they encouraged me to be part of the organization. But for me, one of the defining parts was when they encouraged me to get involved with MPI. 
I was in my very early 20s and I was significantly younger than most other people in the organization unless they were members of the student club. And the way that everybody just embraced me and wanted to help bring me up and further my career and didn't just kind of look at me as the young kid in the corner really helped me grow. And I wouldn't have gotten anywhere in my career or MPI without all of these people that are my mentors encouraging me to go after okay. what I've done. Danny? I have a very dear, my best friend is Kristen Hutton, who's been a member of MPI Rock Not Chapter for many, many years, and she's a past president. And uh, when she was like president-elect and president, and we kind of talked and like, hey, why don't you join MPI? I think it'd be great for you. And I was more on the event side, not really the meeting side. And I thought, okay, I'll go. And I too was then voluntold to be on the board. <laughs> And it was at that moment, I was like, yeah, I think this is it. Like, I really felt, I loved uh, the other associations, but for me, MPI and the Rocky Mountain chapter, I was like, this is it. Like, I finally saw it, and I got involved. And I always tell people, you know, I, I talk to those people who are like, I didn't really get anything out of the chapter. I'm like, well, what you put in it? And I really got involved. I dove in head first. I tend to do that. Um, and it, at that moment, uh, I was like, okay, I see like what Steve said, we are a family. We are part of a bigger world, but we can really help make that world a better place. And I was like, this is it. This is where I need to be. Nice. What about some, some mentors within the chapter? I'm guessing, Nikki, uh, you might mention Steve or or his better half. And and Steve, you've mentioned a couple couple people, but are there any... Are there any mentors that you've had within the chapter that that you think you should shout out right now? <laughs> like, are there, is there anyone that really comes to mind when you think about your involvement with the Rocky Mountain chapter over the years? How long is this podcast going to be? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for me, there's so many people. I mean, that's what the whole thing is is about this uh, association is that we um, we have so many mentors, and you know, and I'm thrilled that people have called me their mentor. I mean, Steve has been a mentor to me. Um, I remember when I was the board and he was coming as president and he came up to me and said, what's the what's the position that scares you the most? And I said, oh, VP of finance. I don't want that. Well, lo and behold, nominations come out and I'm VP of finance. And it was a great thing, though, because I learned like I learned a lot. And he's been a great mentor. I, I mentioned Kristen Hutton, who's a past president. She's been a great um, mentor. Shri Hogue. I mean, BT Carpenter, uh, Heather Savoka. I mean, I could go on and on. There's just so many people that have said, hey, you know, I, I tend to be a little, a little bit of a renegade sometimes. And I think people kind of like, oh, I don't know if we want him. But these people said, yes, we want that energy. We want that those new ideas. And that's what I'm saying to people now. Like, I go to an uh, MPA meeting. And I don't know a lot of people. And that's a good thing because it says that we're getting younger people in. We're getting those, we're captivating them to come in. And that's what I want. I want the young people to come in. Tell us your ideas. Tell us what you think. Tell us how we can get through the next bad thing that happens. Um, so, I mean, I could go on and on, but there's just so many. But that's the whole point of the Rocky Mount chapter is that we're not here just to get what we want and then leave. There's a lot of things that we look at people and said, hey, I see something in you. And we want to cultivate that and bring it out to really make you the person that you should be. I'm old, so I know a lot of the old people that were back in the day. Uh, there's a gentleman that I met many, many years ago. I was 25 years old who, uh, unbeknownst to me, was president of the Rocky Mountain chapter. 
uh, back in the day for two years, um, a guy named Dave Lissio. He's since passed away, but Dave was one of those people that you wanted to be around. And, and I learned a, uh, a great deal from him and, and his, his vibrancy. Um, this is back when I was living in Vail. So um, there was a lot of fun to be had, but there was a lot of business to get done as well. Um, uh, Danny mentioned Bart Taylor Carpenter, BT. Um, I truly think she uh, think of her as an icon in the industry. She's just a sharp lady who's very thoughtful. Um, Donna Watford, who was president and dragged me onto the board. And then my wife, you know, I've learned a lot from Allison over the years and we've worked together now for 24 years, but she's always been a very thoughtful human. And, and uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's some of the people that come to mind, but like Danny said, how long do we have? Because you don't learn from people older than you necessarily. I've learned things from people younger than me as well, such as Nikki. So it's, it's that kind of passion, like we talked about earlier within the chapter where you, you, you're going to get the help you need if you want it, and you may get the help you need even if you don't want it. So, yeah. <laughs> I could go through a long list of mentors for me, and I could name every single one of the 40-some-odd presidents that have come before me, but I want to recognize two of them in particular. Um, Nancy Mafucci and Stephanie Sadri were our presidents in 2020 and 2021. And they did so much to make sure that we stayed afloat that would be remiss to not recognize them as leaders and mentors because they are the reason that we're still going. They tightened the purse strings, pivoted us to virtual events and did what needed to be done so that we can still be here. So what do you think event professionals need over the next 50 years from their MPI chapter? Or if 50 years is too uh, too lofty? just in the future? Do they have needs that are different than what is currently on offer from MPI Global or from chapters? That's a great question. Um, you know, I, looking at the, the offering these days from the chapter as well as the uh, Global, I, th I think they're covering a lot of the things in their infancy, such as AI, ChatGPT, that kind of stuff. Um, that's only going to expand even further. You know, mental health, um, mindfulness, that kind of stuff is, is come to the forefront in the last, oh, I don't know, six, 10 years, probably. Even before the pandemic, we were talking about it. During the pandemic, it exploded, obviously. And I, I think that that is extremely important. Um, and we have chapter members that are involved in that. I, I think of Holly Duckworth, but I think back to when she was chapter business advisor, it's, it's one of those things that uh, we didn't think a lot about 25 years ago. It was just, we were grinding through it and getting it done and, and you know, work-life balance. What is work-life balance? I don't think of it as a balance. I think of my work and my life are integrated. Um, it's just, where do I take the, the turns to work on the, uh, the mental aspects of my world um, versus the hard business kind of stuff. You know, I, th I think our culture in our company is a reflection of what we're trying to do in the industry, which is uh, every one of our staff, ex with the exception of Scott, uh, is a mom and Alicia who's pregnant. And the ability for them to spend time with their families when they need to is very important to us. 
And we've been doing that for 20 years. It's, it's work from home if you want it a couple, three days a week. Or, um, you know, it's one of those things that it's always been very important to us. You know, we created this business as a lifestyle business, not as a way to get rich because we're not getting rich for sure. But it's something that we enjoy. And it was the ability to spend more time with our kids on a daily basis is the way we did it. So and that's important to us and I think to our team. One thing that we're actually trying to work on this year that we haven't done a ton of in the past is skills to develop your leadership. We do a lot of practical hands on education sessions, networking, things like that. We've had really great sessions about how to better use Excel and very practical, tangible things, but we haven't done a ton of what makes you a good leader? How do you become one? So we're actually trying starting this year to do sessions like that. And I think continuing that will be really important for our chapter so that we can make everyone into the leader that they want to be and that will help better our organization. Yeah, another thought I had there too was um, small business ownership mm-hmm. and what it means to be a small business owner and a successful small business owner. Um, you know, I'm a member of the SBL small business owner community within MPI as well. I think that's extremely important um, in this day and age because there are so many of us that are members that are small business owners. And I think it's important to help those people along uh, more so than we do at this point. I, I think that's uh, something in the future that is going to need a lot more addressing. Great. I wrote that down. I'll take that to the VP of Education. <laughs> I don't know. From my vantage point, that looked like a blank post-it. I couldn't <laughs> see any. <laughs> it's on That's there. The prop. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> it's a prop. I think it goes back to, I mean, you know, 50 years ago, but events is very different. And in 50 years from now, it's going to be very different. But to me, I think but the one main thing that we should always be striving for is involvement, getting people involved. Um, like I've always said, I've talked to people who, you know, aren't members anymore. I'm like, what did you get out of it? And like, oh, I did, oh, I went to one meeting. That was it. Well, yeah, you're right. Don't be a member. Um, I think we need to continue. Uh, what are what what are the ne- one number one thing is our members and how how we can help them to get them involved. And I think in continuing them to be involved, to be on a committee, to get on the board, to get off the board, <laughs> to get on uh, get on the international board, but to continue that. So it's not just you know, oh, you, oh, you didn't get involved. Okay, fine. Because I think that has sustained us this long. I think that's why the chapter is still 50 chapter, fifty years old, because we had those members that were involved. And I think we need to encourage that to continue that and to grow that. Because who knows in 50 years what our event's going to look like. And I think that to have the people and to invest in those people to ensure that we still are here in 50 years. I think that's huge. Okay, so 50 years, 50 years, 50 years. Your 50-year celebration is... Uh, November 16th. I couldn't help but noticing uh, disco themed. Um, but I've, I've got to admit, um, again, my editor brain immediately went, wait, 73? We're talking about disco. That was later. So I did some research. Um, I had the same this- thought. You're hilarious. I'm like, wait a minute. Disco wasn't even around then, I don't think. <laughs> So while the mass perception may be that disco was a late 70s phenomena, what is widely considered the first disco song was released in 1972. So for the record, that song was called Sol Makusa. 
and it was oh. by a Cameroon saxophonist and songwriter Mano Dibango, who we lost in 2020 due to COVID. Oh, I know what it is. You, you, okay. You like, oh yeah, I'm old. I know what that song is. It's one of the most sampled songs in existence. That is hilarious. <laughs> That's good. We did a past president's call to discuss things about the 50th anniversary, and they were talking about it, and I just said, oh, it sounds very Xanadu. And um, Fig, who is the current president right now, she looked at me and she was like, what? And I'm like, oh, no, I am old. <laughs> uh, but luckily, Vivica, who is the VP of Finance, sent out a little link of what Xanadu is. And she's like, oh, OK, now I get it. I'm like, thanks a lot. You're, you're aging me not very well. <laughs> <laughs> the look on her face, I was like, oh, she has no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's so fun. <laughs> Xanadu. <laughs> and I'm I'm just now getting to the point where the uh you know the the music that I was enthralled with as a teenager is hitting like 30 years old and uh, it's hard but it's nice to see like oh yeah teenagers are still full of angst and they still like Nirvana for a little <laughs> while at least and, yeah okay cool so what what's planned for the 50th anniversary celebration of the Rocky Mountain chapter? We're having our disco party. Everyone's dressing in disco or gold because gold is the color of a 50th anniversary. I got to go find my platform shoes. So I'm ready to go. <laughs> Fig Workler, she's our president and she's with the Boulder CVB and they have a VW bus. So the VW bus is going to come down and be sitting outside. Uh, we have live music. We've got a dance floor. We're doing a bunch of stuff to commemorate the last 50 years. We're putting out our awards and memorabilia. We'll have a big wall and timeline showing things that have happened at MPI, things that have happened at Rocky Mountain Chapter, and I think things that have happened just globally throughout the world over the last 50 years. And food and drink and entertainment. And then they're also doing some awards, uh, like who, who's been the most involved, longest member. Um. And we've got people flying in from out of state, both current members and past members and past presidents flying in from out of state for this party, which is pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I think it's a combination of people that are retired and people that live in other states, but Rocky Mountain Chapter is their home chapter. Um, so coming from all over, which is really neat. Yeah, they're asking a lot of the past presidents. Allison got asked, Danny, as well, to do, you know, a little thing, a little blurb. So mm -hmm. I think that's going to be fun, I think, to, especially if we can gather some of the, the really past past presidents. Because it's fun to get the history and, and hear about things. I just really enjoy that. We survived a lot of stuff, and we're going to survive more stuff. Um, but here's to the next 50 years. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Looking forward to raising a glass of champagne in celebration. Yeah. Or two. Absolutely. A big thank you to Nikki Bibbero, Steve Kinsley, and Danny Findlay for the reminiscences and the optimistic look ahead. Join us next time as we chat with new guests and close out 2023. I've been your host, Michael Pinchero. 
Visit MPI.org for award-winning content, industry-leading education, and to engage with your fellow professionals around the globe. Because when we meet, we change the world.